All right, so we've been doing the uh, the remake stuff, and we're almost done because I went down the list of shows that started in America and were remade in England first because it's a way shorter list. There's only this one and maybe one more if I can find it, and then that's it. And uh, they've been universal failures. Like, all these shows got canceled immediately. So it's obviously the other way works a lot better when you take a British show and remake it in America. Sometimes that works. It seems like an American show remade in England never works. Mm. No, it didn't. What we saw didn't. Yeah. And this seems no different because this one, same thing, where super successful show in America and lasted, I think they said... Uh, six episodes before it got canceled in England. <laughs> but I'm a little excited about this one because this is, for my generation, I, I think this is a new show, but it's still 20 years old. It's that 70s show. Did you ever see that show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have. So are we going to watch the British version first? Uh, yeah, we'll do the British one first and then the American one. So, yeah, this show, it's, I'm surprised how few interesting anecdotes there are about it. There's really not much to it. Because, yeah, I feel like of of my generation of sitcoms, this was this was a top dog like everybody watched it everybody liked it by the final season it ran let's see 200 episodes eight seasons and season eight was shit because the two main guys left uh you know the nerdy kid eric from next door and kelso the like hunky idiot guy they both left the show they should have just stopped right there but they did one more terrible season but those first seven seasons are really good and uh yeah let's see the show ran from 1998 to 2006 but in the show time, it started in 1976 and it ended on New Year's Eve 1979, which is a nice touch that, you know, the 70s was over. So it was a cool way to end the show. And uh, there's really not much to it. I think it's just, I think we've talked before, at least we have privately, but maybe on this podcast, about how the more you look at the 90s, the more it was just uh, an echo of the 70s. Like, all that grunge music was very much like 70s music, like Led Zeppelin sounds just like Pearl Jam or whatever. And uh, the styles and the fashions, like the Black Crows and stuff that were bringing back 70s fashion, none of it was all that different. Yeah, it wasn't new. Yeah. It wasn't. So this was a perfectly timed sitcom, a 90s sitcom about the 70s. But I think also what people like about this show on just a basic level is we were already getting into by the late 90s internet shit you know the world we're in now i mean right now we're doing a podcast you know this was all coming like i think by 1998 i think we had internet here at your office and then we got it at the house very soon after and then cell phones and like the world will never go back to how it was so it's kind of comforting in that 70s show just that uh to go see your friends you just got to go to their house you know, that's all this sitcom was about, was just you got to go hang out at Eric's house and go in his basement, and his weird 50s parents are upstairs, and you just smoke weed and hope they don't catch you. <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole show. But it was a really good show. Uh, pretty much everybody from this show became famous to some degree. Uh, and I was thinking, looking it over, and just like reminding myself about this, the only thing about this show that I feel like kind of doesn't fly anymore in our new politically correct age is uh, the foreign kid, Fez. They never actually know his name. Through the whole show, you never learn his name. Fez just means foreign exchange student. <laughs> yeah. Which is just so, like, disrespectful. They're like, yeah, he's the weird foreign kid. We don't need to learn his name. Like, I could understand if, like, the dad was that way, but even his friends are that way. They don't know his name, <laughs> which I just think is, like, it's funny, but it's a little weird. 
Uh, and I love the dad in this show, Kurtwood Smith, because he was always a villain in movies. He was uh, Clarence Bodiger in RoboCop, like always a, a huge, weird, murdering asshole. So now that he's just this tough-ass dad that's always threatening to shove his boot in his kid's ass, like, perfect. Couldn't, couldn't be better. Uh, but yeah, I guess, I don't know, I don't really have a ton to say about this show, just it was just a good show. Uh, then they made that 80s show, which started off very bad, started getting better, and was canceled. So that was the end of that. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that one. And uh, I always thought my joke I always made, but I think it's true, if they ever wanted to make that 90s show, just put out Friends again and just call it that 90s show, <laughs> you know, because that's the ultimate 90s sitcom. So then the British, oh, that's, I guess, another kind of interesting thing is uh, the original titles they wanted to use. They wanted to call it Teenage Wasteland or uh, The Kids Are All Right, but Pete Townsend wouldn't give them the rights to any Who songs. <laughs> so, so instead, where the title came from is they were just showing a bunch of shows to uh, test audiences. And one of the test audience people said, oh, I like that 70s show. They're like, oh, fuck it, just call it that then, because <laughs> we can't get Pete Townsend to give us any of his songs. Uh, and then the British one is called Days Like These, which I assume is also a song reference, but I don't know. Does that ring any bells to you? What is that song? Days Like These. And there's very little information about this. Just uh, almost the same scripts. They change little things here and there. Uh, instead of Wisconsin, now it's set in Luton, England in the 70s. Canceled after six episodes, and uh, oh, it came out a year later, 1999. So right away, that 70s show was a big enough hit in America to try to make this British one that, just like all of these remakes, immediately failed. And uh, I guess that's it. So now we'll just watch them. Yeah, we'll just, well, <laughs> might as well, because we're not that familiar with... I, I don't know. I don't know the British one at all. Yeah, I, I guess maybe I knew deep in my memory banks that this existed, but I'm pretty sure I've never seen it. So, yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure that '70s show will hold up because I mean, yeah, like back in the day, it was just a uh, just a good show. <laughs> so. Oh, this kid's name is still Eric Foreman. So yeah, I'd say that uh, extremely similar to when we watched the Married with Children remake of just like the difference between the cohesion of a cast and just random people saying lines. Because those were like, those are almost identical. Those were the exact same jokes. Yeah. And just none of them were working in the British one. And then you put on the American one and it's suddenly it's, you can delineate who the characters are. You can see how these interrelationships work. And that makes you understand why these lines are supposed to be funny. The British one, just, I don't know what happened. Weird. And, and maybe it was because I was watching it the second time, but I mean, I, I heard everything yeah. on this one. Whereas on the British one, there were all kinds of those lines just kind of went by. They had no relevance. Whereas in this one, they did. They Isn't all it? interacted. They all, they all flowed. Isn't it weird, too? Sometimes I'm almost, like, jealous of British people because something about British accents just makes things funnier <laughs> a lot of times. Like, I just find things more hilarious, but it didn't, it didn't work this time. <laughs> well, the, the laugh track 
was overpowering. It was too loud. Yeah. Now, in the, they had a live track in this one, too, but in the American version, but it was very low-key. And you would hear the occasional little, at the beginning of it, it wasn't everybody, oh, it was like one or two little laughs, one or two little laughs. So whoever did the laugh track on it planned it out. Uh, whereas on the British one, it was loud. It was like 50 people all laughing at nothing. Yeah. Whereas in reality, that isn't how it works. Like some people get a joke, some people don't. Uh, so you would get that, you know, a little bit of titter-titter, little tiny laugh occasionally. Not everybody laughing. So you got the impression with the British one, yeah, that somebody's holding up the big sign, laugh, and everybody in the audience laughs. <laughs> it is amazing, too, yeah. Phony. It's like, I feel like you could do a whole, I mean, this is almost like, I guess this is just different from what we've been doing on this podcast, but yeah, like, you just can't copy and paste jokes and lines. It just doesn't work. <laughs> it's just, like, they changed little weird things, like, uh, instead of, uh, we could drive to Wales, and the original was we could drive to Canada, but yeah, the fundamental stuff, yeah, just... And it made me realize, too, because that 70s show, like, it was just on TV all the time when I was a teenager in my early 20s. You just take it for granted because it's always on, but I haven't actually seen it since, like, 2005 or something. And it's nice to see it again and to realize, like, like that was an all-star cast. Like, Topher Grace as the nerdy kid nails it. So good. Kelso as the big dumb guy. So good. Uh, Hyde, the, like, conspiracy theory hippie kid. He was like a child actor. He was the ringer. He was the actual actor in the show. So he's awesome. The dad. I love the dad in that show so much. Yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and the missus too. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, they're both, everybody. And, and the neighbor parents, the whole lot yeah, of them, yeah. They're all, they're, everybody in that show is well, well chosen. Yeah, or like, and I guess like, you know, maybe Fez, the foreign kid, he's, he's a little mid, or Donna, the girl next door. She's pretty, but she's not like the greatest actress of all time. But everybody else, or like Jackie, yeah, like the annoying girlfriend. Even that didn't come across that clearly in the British one. No. And it was couldn't be more clear in the American one. You're like, <laughs> the, minute, the minute that girl opens her mouth, yeah. you know that she's obnoxious, but she's daddy's little girl. She's daddy's little princess. And you can understand, too, why, why Kelso's putting up with her, because she's just obviously a pretty girl, too. <laughs> like, it all just, it all just makes, it reminds me a bit of, like, Archie. You know, like, you know right away, here's Betty, here's Veronica, here's the whole scenario. And that's how the 70s show feels. And yeah, the British one, it's it's almost amazing how muddled they made it. Like, yeah. everybody had the same shaggy well, 70s say, hair. It was, it was like they were just reading lines. Yeah. As opposed to interacting with one another. But yeah, again, I guess, uh, I guess yeah, you can just listen to our episode about... Um, Married with Children, and just copy and paste our comments, because it's the same exact thing. They just, yeah, tried to do the same scripts in England, and... Uh, yeah, and they don't pull them off. Yeah. They're far better at, at doing their own things from scratch that have a British feel to them. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe you can't take that American genre and transpose it to England with success. I wonder too, because I, I mean, it is. But it, it, they they can't do it, or they didn't do it. I can't won't say they can't do it. They didn't do it. And I guess part of it too is just because you know we're North American. So I wonder, like maybe the '70s in England just isn't the same. You know, maybe all of our because like that '70s show is clearly not so much based on the real '70s. It's more like here's what sitcom life was like in the '70s. Let's recreate it in the '90s. But and maybe in England it's different. Think about. Like the 60s, when you when you think about uh, 
the development of pop music, for example, you immediately equate the 60s and Britain. You don't equate, you know, Carnaby Street and all that stuff. Uh, or if I do for the 70s, but, it's like Mott the Hoople. And right. It's getting weird. It's getting into yeah, some yeah. Yeah. obscure shit. Stuff. It's not. It's not like normal family. It's not like kids coming of age, which is... There were a whole lot of movies, TV shows of teenagers coming of age in America in 1970, 1980. Yeah, if anything, like with England, I'd think more, especially at that point, 76, like the early punk stuff. Yeah, mods and rockers and all that kind of stuff. You think of that. Yeah. Uh, gangs beating up on each other in uh, Soho and Brighton and places like that. You don't think of families of teenagers coming of age which is what all of those american shows are yeah especially yeah like that 70s show is so heavily just nowheresville suburbs and you just hang out in your boring basement but it's fun because you're with your friends yeah but like is that the same thing in luton i just doubt it because <laughs> yeah, for one thing you'd expect everybody who is in high school in england they all wear uniforms over right. there they don't they don't dress the way that they were dressed in this show and even like drinking culture like the way i always hear england described it's like by the time you're actually legal age to drink you're probably got it out of your system because you've already been drinking yeah, for four been years drinking. you've been in the pub with 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 pop since you were probably three years old yeah so that's probably part of the problem too like the little that we know of england it's clearly just not yeah. the same as wisconsin <laughs> you know? even if you compare it okay let's take their most famous soap opera the coronation street from the 1970s see it it was very different than the soap operas that were being produced in America at the time. It, yeah, it's a different culture. Anyway, they, they can't pull it off. We've watched any number of these things, and by replicating the American version, and we can buy into that American version where people live in really nice houses and everybody has access to a car, everybody's got money, Jackie in this one. Jackie can get money, no problem, from, from Dad, because she's his, her little princess. Whereas you get the impression in Britain, I'm sure there were people that could do that too, but you get the that they're more street savvy. and Yeah, or uh, like going back to uh, the married with children thing, the like perversion of the American dream. What's the British dream? No one talks about the British dream. <laughs> they didn't have a dream. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You can also tell, like I had said at one point, you said something about one of the scenes in the British one, and I said the Americans probably had more money. Oh yeah, they to definitely pour into did. Their I television mean, television show, and definitely they did. Their sets were were far above. Yeah, what like the even ones were. That's what's neat about doing this. Is again, I always just took that '70s show for granted because it was just on TV. But seeing the really half-assed British one, and then seeing the American one. That basement set, which is the main set of the show, the kids are always hanging out in the basement, but man, they fucking nailed it. Every little trophy and the dad's war trunk is down there and the washing machine's down there and the hot water heater and the pile of board games, like, and, and not just a background too, like when they do that sitting at the table smoking weed and it does the 360, it's like every, everything about that basement is like a real basement basement. <laughs> a, a, a basement that is not like in the 1990s that basement would be a completely finished basement it would look like a living room upstairs right but in the 70s when they showed that yes it's still a storage place 
but you want to get those kids away from you, so you need to put them down in the basement. So you've partially furnished it. It has the couch, it has the chairs, it has the washing machine, but it doesn't have finished walls, fancy lighting, um, like what, what you would find it by 1990 in a basement in, in an American home. Everybody had completely finished, chip-rock painted basements. I suppose, too, yeah, like with that 70s show in particular, like it was a Fox show, you know, it wasn't super high budget, but it wasn't low budget, and it was an immediate hit. Yeah, they probably do charge you pretty big, yeah, pretty big rights fees. So like, fuck it, we'll call it 70s, innit? Set it in Luton. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's weird, though, is they take the same script yeah. and redo it. That actually, that's what I would have called it. I would have called it 70s, innit? <laughs> days like these, what does that even mean? Yeah, they played that song, and we still didn't know what the song <laughs> yeah, was. Days like these. Yeah, call it All the Young Dudes. Play Mott the Hoople. Like, that would have been <laughs> something I've heard of, please. Not days like these, but anyway.